Hey, it's Steve. Welcome to the 7 Minutes to Happiness podcast. It's my mission to make this the best 7 minutes you will spend on your soul today. If you listen and tap along during the healing tapping session, in the last half of this episode, you should have a smile on your face by the time you finish. And you will be a little closer to having happiness ingrained as a habit. If you want to learn more about tapping and get the most out of this podcast, check out our website, 7minutestohappiness.com. And remember, it only takes 7 minutes a day to reboot your brain for happiness. Let's get started. Hey, it's Steve. It's Laundry List Wednesday. Welcome to episode 29. It is called Confusing Love and Pity, also known as Savioritis. Today's laundry list item is, we confuse love and pity and tend to love people we can pity and rescue. The healthy flip side is, we are able to distinguish love from pity and do not think rescuing people we pity is an act of love. The first item, as I mentioned, is known as savioritis. But there is a difference between giving compassionate help to someone and feeling the only people who will reciprocate your love are people you can be superior to, people you can rescue. Make no mistake, if you pity someone, you feel superior to them. And you always feel that you're the dominant person in the relationship. At that point, you don't have a partner. All you have is a pet. And I love having pets, but you can't confuse the two. It's not healthy. In other words, we don't think we're worthy of being loved by a partner unless we rescue them and are superior to them. Nothing is further from the truth. We're all worthy of being loved. In the best relationships, both partners feel equal. If you're really lucky, you and your partner have different strengths and weaknesses, and between the two of you, there's one of everything. You help your partner on the things you do best, and they help you with the things they do best. In the best relationships, both partners love and respect each other. Both give freely, but it's out of love, and a word that may sound funny in this context, teamwork. Both are working for the good of the whole. Both are contributing uniquely so they are more than the sum of their parts. So, the big question, how do you get from point A to point B? It's helpful to know how you got to point A in the first place. And really, it all comes down to feeling like you're not good enough for someone you respect to love and respect you back. And honestly, I went through this for years myself. If you grew up in the typical dysfunctional household, it was all about the parent with the problem. It was never about you. Love was conditional. You felt like you had to earn love by enabling or by being compliant. You were always made to feel less important than the addicted or narcissistic narcissistic parent or parents. Your needs were secondary, and you were most likely told about your alleged shortcomings whenever you ask for anything. Now we fast forward to today today, and really it's just stuck emotions. And through tapping, we can get them unstuck. This allows us to control our own belief systems. 
We can replace unhealthy beliefs about ourselves with healthy, life-affirming beliefs. We're going to do a healing tapping session now. And I want you to remember to tap all the way through. We're going to tap in the center of the head on the top. Repeat after me verbally in your mind or just let my words go through you and resonate with them while you tap. Even though my needs were never met as a child, even though I was taught that I had to be a superstar to be worthy of even the smallest compliment, let alone love, I deeply and fully accept myself. I know that I don't have to pity or rescue anyone to be worthy of their love. I know I am worthy of love just like everyone else is. I still help people whenever I feel like it and I still spiritually love everyone, but I don't confuse pity with love anymore. They are two separate emotions and two separate issues. I give love freely, but I also accept love freely. When I look for a partner, I look for an equal. I look for someone I can share my life with freely. I look for someone who is as capable of having a good life as I am. I look for someone who has the same capacity for love I have. I look for someone I respect and admire, just as I respect and admire myself. When I have a partner, we are both capable and happy. Now we're going to tap on the center of the chin and we're going to say this again. Even though my needs were never met as a child, even though I was taught that I had to be a superstar to be worthy of even the smallest compliment, let alone love, I deeply and fully accept myself. I know that I don't have to pity or rescue anyone to be worthy of their love. I know I am worthy of love just like everyone else is. I still help people whenever I feel like it and I still spiritually love everyone, but I don't confuse pity with love anymore. Those are two separate emotions and separate issues. I give love freely, but I also accept love freely. When I look for a partner, I look for an equal. I look for someone I can share my life with freely. I look for someone I feel is capable of having a good life as I am. I look for someone who has the same capacity for love I have. I look for someone I respect and admire just as I respect and admire myself. When I have a partner, we're both capable and happy. Now we're going to tap on the center of the chest and the breastbone. Same thing all over again. Even though my needs were never met as a child, even though I was taught that I had to be a superstar, to be worthy of even the smallest compliment, let alone love, I deeply and fully accept myself. I know that I don't have to pity or rescue anyone to be worthy of their love. I know that I am worthy of love just like everyone else is. I still help people whenever I feel like it and I still spiritually love everyone, but I don't confuse pity with love anymore. These are two separate emotions and two separate issues. I give love freely, but I also accept love freely. Whenever I look for a partner, I look for an equal. I look for someone I can share my life with freely. I look for someone who I feel is capable of having a good life as I am. I look for someone who has the same capacity for love I have. I look for someone I respect and admire just as I respect and admire myself. When I have a partner, we are both capable and happy. Now take a deep breath, exhale, and smile. And so it is. 
Hopefully you got a lot out of this. This is a little bit longer version today than normal. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for tapping along. And we will see you in the next episode. Hey, it's Steve again. Tapping on the issues we raise in this podcast can change your life. It's certainly changed mine. But you have to do the work. Let me repeat this. You have to do the work. The good news is you can do it in seven minutes or less a day. If you want to get the most out of this podcast, visit 7minutestohappiness.com. I have free and paid resources that help teach you more tapping points so you can get the most out of these tapping sessions. Once again, that's 7minutestohappiness.com. There is a link in the podcast description. Thanks again for listening and thanks again for tapping.